Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Oh, hi, Barb McQuaid. Good morning. Hi, Stephanie. You know, I, I want to get a recording of that and play it as I walk into class. <laughs> I think that would be really fun walk-up music. As you should. <laughs> be treated like Thank the royalty you. that you are. That's right. Um, Barb, this is one of those times when we all need you guys desperately to explain how this could be possible to us. Um, this ruling that Trump engaged in insurrection and yet still can remain on the ballot uh, under this interpretation of the 14th Amendment. Can you explain your first take on what happened here? Yeah, I didn't see this coming. I actually thought she would find just the opposite way. Uh Um, So there's sort of two questions that she decided here. Of course, the 14th Amendment, Section 3 uh, says that, um, you know, if you took an oath, uh, to serve as a federal officer, and then you engage in insurrection, you can't serve as a federal officer again. Um, and so the big question to me is whether Donald Trump had, quote, engaged in insurrection. Of course, uh, as his lawyer argued, it's not like he was there with a pitchfork physically uh. engaging. But what the judge found is it was sufficient. You know, the rhetoric, the failure to act during the 187 minutes when all of this chaos was going on at, at the Capitol, he could have stopped it. He gave aid and comfort. So she finds that he did indeed engage in insurrection. And I thought, there we go, we're done. Right. Um, but what she found instead was on that definition of a federal officer, that a president is not a federal officer, that federal officers are uh, executive branch agency heads and others um elected officials below the president and so the president himself uh does not count under her legal definition of federal officer so we're, we are off to the court of appeals well Barb, okay two questions first of all what does this mean for jack smith and the j6 case can he use this i mean this is what the j6 trial is going to be about isn't it yeah this really doesn't affect that at all it's a separate proceeding separate findings not binding on any jury in the federal or the state of Georgia case at all. And in fact, uh, Jack Smith did not go so far as charging insurrection. Although now now that we see the judge have found it, maybe he'd reconsider and oh. consider adding that. It, it is the language, and the, and the judge recently ruled in the Jack Smith um, federal election case that um, denying Donald Trump's motion to strike all of the language about the attack on the Capitol They had argued since there's no insurrection charge, all of that is irrelevant. But what Jack Smith says is we have not charged the former president with inciting insurrection, but all of that is relevant to his intent. He was trying to use it and exploit all that chaos because he continued to pressure lawmakers even after the attack on January 6th to uh, vote against certifying that vote. So 
Um, this will not in any way influence the outcome there. Uh, but I think it's really interesting that a judge did find that he engaged in insurrection. Yeah. And if a judge found it, perhaps a jury would be willing to find it as well. Yeah, exactly. I love that Jody made the aw shucks motion with her hand when you said <laughs> Jack Smith can't use it. Um, <laughs> that's a legal finding. Shucks. Yep. Um, <laughs> but so the other thing, I, you know, Neil Katyal, your friend, said that this is the very worst decision Trump could have gotten uh, that it could blow up at a later date. I think you kind of just alluded to that, saying this on appeal. Yeah. So what, what what's your take on that? Uh, you know, I, I, I think that um, there, there's going to be an appeal in this case either way. So whatever the judge found here is not going to be the last word. I think the Colorado Supreme Court will make a decision again as to both of these questions, whether there's sufficient evidence to find engage in insurrection was met, as well as federal officer. And we're seeing different results in different places. Minnesota and Michigan both rejected this claim on legal grounds, saying that a judge is not the proper decision maker as to whether uh, Donald Trump should be on the ballot under this particular part of the 14th Amendment. And instead, Congress has to make a finding. So I think we're going to find a lot of different findings all over the place. I think ultimately this question is destined to go to the Supreme Court. And I think the race is on. How quickly can we get it there? So yeah. uh, I think the, the most the, the best we can hope for is a quick decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. Get this to the Supreme Court and get a finding. Yeah, exactly. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So let's talk about what's going to happen uh, today, right? Uh, this is Judge Chutkin. Um, what are we? What are we deciding on today? The, I can't keep track. So the the gag order in New York, uh, they suspended it, and in like 1.2 milliseconds, he started, uh, you know, tweeting about the clerk again and, and all of that. So today it's um, Judge Chutkin, right? That's going to be deciding on on a gag order. Yeah, it's actually her order is going to the Court of Appeals today, and in fact, I think they're arguing it right now. This morning, there was to be oral argument. In this case, she did enter a limited gag order. She said that Donald Trump could not target any of the witnesses, the parties, the jurors, or court staff in the case. Um, and, uh, you know, Donald Trump has argued that that is unconstitutional. It's a violation of his First Amendment rights. And that is going before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals today. Um, I think she's on very solid legal ground. I know. Um, you know, everybody talks about your, my First Amendment rights, but they're not absolute. Um, we've probably all heard about reasonable time, place and manner restrictions. You know, the old you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. I was just going to say, but, isn't yeah, that fire in a crowded yes. theater when you're inciting violence? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so um, when it comes to the First Amendment, the test is typically, is there a compelling governmental interest, number one? 
And then number two, is this order narrowly tailored to achieve that interest? And so that's what the court will be looking at here. The ACLU actually filed a brief in opposition to this, not to the notion of a gag order altogether. They just said that the word targeting was too broad. Um, the judge looked at that again and said, no, I think target means target. <laughs> Here's the di- dictionary says to go after. <laughs> uh, and uh, she said to go after for, you know, scorn, um, derision or harassment. Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, and so I think I'm good. So I think the worst that's going to happen from this order is maybe um, they wordsmith it a little bit or they direct the judge to wordsmith it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the concept of a, 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 a gag order in this case uh, there, there's a legitimate, compelling governmental interest in, number one, protecting the jury pool from being tainted so that there's a fair trial for both parties. And number two, protecting the safety um, of witnesses, witnesses and parties. You know, we've seen yeah. all Judge Chutkin has been uh, the subject of a death threat. Fonnie Willis has been the subject of death threats. So it's an absolutely compelling governmental interest. And I, I think, you know, is this narrowly tailored enough by using the word targeting or does it need to be more specific? Yeah. I think that's the worst that's going to happen is to tinker with the language a bit. But I, I am so, confident that yeah. if that the law should uphold this gag order. Our uh, friend, uh, former RNC chair Michael Steele, uh, had some thoughts on it and he said, uh, put his ass in jail. That's a, <laughs> I don't know if that's a well, legal... that's the tricky part, right? Is what do you do when when he not if, but when he violates it. Right. And I think, you know, you can use, you know, usually you get a, most ordinary people would get a warning first, maybe a fine, maybe escalating fines. That's what we've seen in New York, right? It was 5,000, then it was 10,000. Yeah. Um, but at some point, that is the power the judge has, which is for contempt to jail somebody. Um, and I, we'll see whether any of these judges has the guts to pull the trigger. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is what Michael said. Put his ass in jail. That's how you end yeah. it. That's how it stops. Yeah. I think we all have this that's feeling. That's what's, that's Are we what would happen to you and me. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to wait till something really awful, more awful, continues to happen? I mean, mm-hmm. the last ruling on Judge Chutkin, she pointed the finger at Trump in a blistering order denying a motion to strike mentions of January 6th from his election crimes trial. I swear to God, for lay people, we, I, we're like, how can you possibly do a trial and not mention Yeah. Me? Right. In concluding her order, she threw in an aside about Trump's own inflammatory and unsupported accusations <laughs> against President Biden, refer- referenced the potential for prejudice generated by the defendant. Um, I, I, I think it's, again, I, I some of these rulings are just so inexplicable, particularly Judge Cannon's. Can we talk about Judge Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> I just, mm-hmm. So, again, yeah. I, you know, I, you've seen Norn Ornstein called for her impeachment. I know that's sort of unlikely. This one, I just wanted to get your take. Who is this? David Kurtz said, um, obviously, she looks like she's going to delay this till after the election. The icing on the cake, Cannon has done what she's done in a way that will make appealing her or seeking her recusal virtually impossible at this stage. Is is that true, do you think, Barb? Yeah, so it, it's very interesting. She has not done anything, in my view, that's illegal or reversible, but she is exercising her discretion in a way that is very favorable to Donald Trump. You know, of course, last year, uh, I think she really properly brought some suspicion to herself when she allowed this uh, uh, unprecedented um, direct challenge to a search warrant. I mean, that's not how it's done. Right. Uh, you have to wait until a, a charge is filed and the search fruits are offered as evidence. And that's the point where if you think there's something wrong, you can strike it down. Instead, she allowed this sort of sideshow to go on until she was reversed by the Court of Appeals. So I think that raised everybody's suspicion about her a little bit. Um, and then in this case, what she's uh, done here, I think, is by allowing delay in some of the interim deadlines here, I think she has made it inevitable 
that that trial date currently set for May is not going to happen. Um, there's classified information in this case, and there's um, a procedure that you use to deal with classified information to make sure that everybody gets to use the evidence they need, uh, but that that evidence is not disclosed to the world in a way that would harm the national security. That process takes a good bit of time to work through. And in this case, the government has asked for a decision by December for Donald Trump to say, this is the universe of classified information I would like to use at my trial. Because you have to do that first before right. you can then figure out how you're going to deal with it. And what Judge Cannon said is, no, we're not going to talk about that until we get together again in March. Motion denied. So if you're not going to even look at it until March, there's just no way to build that process in within the two months between March and May. So she has not delayed the trial yet, but it, it signals that that's inevitable. So, and then when when do you set it, right? Then yeah. uh, you've got the trial coming. And so there's a worry that she will sort of incrementally keep moving well, the goalposts until we get past it. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. I mean, Norm Ornstein, I think, argues for her impeachment, knowing it'll go nowhere, but will highlight her conduct. I know Andrew Weissman said Jack Smith has to be weighing whether or when or how to seek her recusal um, from the Court of Appeals and her removal. I, but you're just saying you don't feel like any of that's going to going to be likely? No, I don't think so. I just don't think they've done it. She, she's done anything egregious enough. I just think, you know, I'm, I'm oh, suspicious. Oh, maybe we just of, wait. Just wait for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What, I, how long do you have to wait? I mean, I'm very suspicious of her because of what happened last year. Yeah. And so I think we're all sort of looking, you know, there's confirmation bias where we're looking for good or bad behavior. We're kind of just waiting for the bad behavior. Where is it? Where is it? Ah, there it is. I mean, she hasn't really done anything yet other than say, no, government, I'm not going to make Donald Trump disclose earlier than legally required uh, which classified documents they're going to use. So she's within her discretion to do this, but she's certainly exercising it in a way that is very favorable to Donald Trump and in a way that makes it, I think, inevitable that the trial date will be delayed. But, you know, that alone is not misconduct. That alone is not an impeachable offense. I don't think it's even a basis for recusal, but um, I, I think that... Uh, this, is, this demonstrates the power a judge has to manage a case. Um, I don't think you're going to get reversed for making discretionary calls about how you want to manage the docket as long as you're not violating the law. So I think she's going to be smart enough to be very savvy. Um, but is whether it's because she favors Donald Trump or just fe 
years handling this case. For the love of God, I don't want to have to decide this case. I'm just going to kick it down the road, let all these other trials go first, and then um, maybe I will be absolved of my responsibility because Donald Trump will be elected president and he will dismiss this case against yeah. himself. Except it seems her, like that might be what's going her on. Her keeping this May thing is is also pushing Bonnie Willis's back, right, to, to August? Yeah. 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 Well, maybe, and maybe that's part of the strategy, right? As long as it's on the calendar, you've got to lock up a couple months there for this trial. Yeah. Um, nothing's going to start until at the end of summer. And so then if she finally says, oh, yeah, we're going to kick it. Oh, but Bonnie Willis is going in August. So I guess that puts us... That's that, and she says that's going to go well into 2025. So I guess we'll go after that one. Hmm. I, mean, I do want to say I think she is the very best member of Donald Trump's defense team. So I'll give her, I'll <laughs> give her that much. <laughs> Barb, so thankful for you. Yes. Go Wolverines and all that Thanksgiving football. We hey, love thanks, the go, Lions. Go Lions. Go Blue. Yeah, thanks Lions. so much, Stephanie. All right. <laughs> yeah. Love you, thanks, Barb. Barb. <laughs> see you next time. Thanks, there all. She, see there you, she goes. Bye.